0: Hey, crew. I'm Cam Explains, and this is Run the Block, the first show that's bringing together coaches, podcasters, and local business owners to innovate and collaborate because I think there's crazy crossover that no one is talking about between these three amazing groups from lessons learned to finding untapped and potential new revenue streams. Our goal is to help you get more subs, customers, clients, and more using the perfect formula of know how, storytelling, and kindness so you too can easily create content that converts, add more cash to the bank, lift up your community, and ignite your biz without being stuck in no man's land ever again oh what what is it the hodge twins
1: (laughs) yeah they're like these uh two conservative twins two giant black jack dudes and they're both super country like super country but the intro for their podcast is both of them are like yeah got a good show for y'all today and then he comes back and, yeah, man, but they kind of talk like this That's their speaking voice, this right here, but the intro is
0: like this. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, uh, I don't know if this is on my end or your end or both of our ends, but like you cut off for like 10 seconds, so then you just came back in with a deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not on my Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll put that to the side of uh, Myrtle Beach Airs. Might be downwind of, you know, the chemical spills going on right now. Maybe it's just yep. eroding the internet. That's
1: probably what that is.
0: We decided to to hit record because we were having an interesting conversation about the one-person agency. And so we've been on this kick and shouts to Miss, well, Mrs. Trish, uh, because she always had in her bio the the one-woman army, right? And we always thought that was cool, <laughs> like I did anyways, and I would always like joke with her about that because, you know, she's just yep. a badass. And so, you know, you and I, when we were building out, um, coach community and trying to help people, we really started talking about, you know, the, the one man band, right? The, the one gym owner or the one business owner army, right? And what that meant. And we've actually started calling it the one now, right? Which I think is pretty cool. Shouts to Neo in the, in the matrix. But with this AI revolution, we're starting to see how someone can actually do a lot more without having to outsource everything. Because 12 months ago, very common place to join a mastermind, a higher level course, right? And they're like, hey, you need to focus on X, Y, and Z. So here's an agency you can go and use. And they have VAs, they're five to a thousand dollars a month, depending on your skills and hours required. And that way you can focus on these other things, which seems like it should be something pretty easy. And and like, oh yeah, no, that makes a ton of sense. So I can I can coach or I can grow my business or, you know, I can go in and and get leads, but quickly you find out like you start outsourcing all these things and you have maybe about a bad month or a downswing, then you're really pinching pennies trying to make things come together. So how is this one person agency evolving and how do you see it helping, you know, business owners, 1099ers, you know, someone that's trying to grow their business and also put out, you know, quality
1: products and services? So i'm going to try to be concise because we we kind of gotta go back to go forward and there's there's a lot to unpack with with what you just covered there so uh probably tracking four or five years now on podcasts different podcasts i've spoken about how in the future you're going to be able to wake up check your phone look at your job offers be like yep i'm getting up today or nope going back to bed right like i firmly believe that the the future economy Unless you're, you know, a doctor, a lawyer, uh, psychiatrist, something that's uber specialized teacher, specific knowledge is the future, right? Certifications, things like that. Instead of going through a bunch of generalities, just being really good at your thing and then being a business one. And so we saw a first acceleration towards that when COVID happened, right? So COVID happened, the, the lockdown, all of the things, um, everyone doing the the at-home work kind of realized you know we can we can bypass this part but needless to say covid was the first thing that really accelerated us towards this and so we saw this back in the nci days because during 2020 we went from $450,000 company to 2.2 million uh in 2020 so we we really grew during the pandemic right and it's because so many people started going into the online space Um, you know, trying to escape their jobs, trying to find a second online job, whatever the case may be. And so that was like the first acceleration towards the future, what I what I think is the future. And so the second one just happened and it's this is the massive step, right? Uh, and that's AI. Now, a lot of, you know, a lot of reels, a lot of podcasts, a lot of YouTube videos, how to get rich with AI, how to, you know, AI is here, how to become a millionaire, and then everyone's gonna show you the same. Um, Etsy store that you need to create, right? Or, or whatever. How to make money with AI? And it's a, it's mid journey. Drop straight. shipping socks. Yeah, it's mid journey straight to t-shirt design, straight to AI, or straight to um Etsy, whatever. So let's let's get real for a second, right? Because people got to get views on on YouTube and and all these things, and so they say things like that, right? But here's the reality: whenever you watch any of these things. That hooks you with the, like, are web designers going to be replaced by AI or copywriters going to be? The answer is no, right? They all get you through the 15 minute video and arrive at the same, um, same conclusion. No, it's not going to replace you. It's a tool for you. So that's what everyone needs to know is that this is the greatest tool outside of the advent of the internet as a whole, right? And so, you know, we just spoke about this, how you're going to start to see niches within niches because... Um, I think the example that we spoke about is you're going to start seeing a one-person agency who's a copywriter who specifies or specializes in writing copy for fitness professionals. Lo and behold, not even two hours later after that, uh, and I sent you that right away, uh, saw, saw someone on Facebook announcing that they are now a copywriter for fit pros, right? And so how can you do such a thing? Well, AI allows you to do that. And so, if you guys have played around with things like, uh, you know, ChatGPT, and you know, a step further would be like Jasper or something like that, it the copy is not super good, right? Like it's good if you don't know what copy is, but if you're a copywriter and you read it, you're like, this is this is not good at all. And so, it's really great for uh, getting an outline. It's really great for getting you something to edit. And so this is a way that we see people who are copywriters, if you know the skill of writing copy and you have an AI tool, you can start stake on multiple clients in one niche and just be their ghostwriter. And you can charge them a lower middle ticket offer because you'll be able to knock out most of their content in the course of a day. And so you could have 20, 30 clients in one niche, charging them a thousand dollars a month. Getting everything done in 20 hours or less of work a week, right? And so this is the new thing. This is what you're gonna start to see. You're gonna start to see one person agencies. And it's it's gonna be so beneficial to business owners because, you know, Cam, as you brought up, um people wanna do the thing. And so they end up with getting pushed towards agencies. Hey, hire a VA, hire this person for uh, here's your call center, here's your all these things, right? And you just give up chunks of your business and and it's more and more overhead. Now, to speak about this principally, if you're a coach, if you're a creator, if you're 1099, if you're that person, you need to have three levels of skill sets. And this is the path to success. The, the top level is the thing that you do, right? Your primary skill sets the thing that makes you money. So we're going to talk about being a nutrition coach because there's a lot of fam- familiarity there and a lot of audience there. And so your primary thing is coaching. And so people typically come into uh, the business side of it, whether they bought into business coaching or someone's program or they listen to podcasts or whatever, and then you realize like, oh no, (laughs) it's not just coaching. I don't just get to talk about fitness and clients line up all day long. That's not how it works, right? And so primary skill set's the thing that makes you money. Then you need the secondary skill set, which is sales and marketing, the ability to understand the sales process, the ability to have a a sales call to close and chat whatever the case may be in marketing right to to tactically deploy materials to drive desire for your service for your product so sales and marketing are your secondary skill sets and then you have the the bottom the tertiary right and so this is things like copywriting understanding persuasion stuff like this and so it's these little intricacies at the bottom that actually make that secondary skill set better which bring more people back up to your primary skill set it's kind of like a pyramid and so up until now what you've had to do is you've had to outsource this right there's certain softwares sure or you can buy someone's done for you templates but let's face it most of those are not very good um and so now instead of having to outsource and have all of this incredible overhead which you know we've seen plenty, plenty of people in the online space who have as much overhead as, you know, brick and mortar gyms, which is insane because you coach online to avoid all that stuff in the first place. Right. Um, and so this is a great way to, to grow your business, to grow your agency, to grow whatever it is that you have with the help of a tiny robot assistant. Right. And so you're going to start to see the niches within the niches and it's going to force the support roles to evolve and to get better at what they do, and it's going to change their their offers. And so there's an example of you know the way that you can become an agency of one copywriter, but Cam, something that you had brought up and I'm interested to hear more about is um, the world of podcasting could be greatly affected by this. What say you? I think it's important to
0: remember that we always break things into first principles, right? Whenever the new software, the new tech, the new business offer anything comes out, you always have to break it back into first principles and and how you make decisions because, you know, that's, that's how, when, when you are open to the world of money making offers, whether it's in health, wealth, relationships, happiness, anything, right? Whenever you're open to absorbing what people are putting out there, if you don't understand why you want to make that decision, um, you're going to be just left without money. Right, because you're always going to be like, oh, I need that next. And I need this next, because you're trying to buy things. There's a difference between I think trying to acquire skill sets because you want to get better at something, versus you know being the person that's on Amazon buying you know 20 books and you never open up a single one, right? Or your your audio or your Audible library is is bigger than any library could ever possibly be, and you've not listened to one in six weeks, right? And so I think that's super important to remember. Like, why do you want? this AI or this tech, right? What's the purpose? And why would you want to outsource? Is it really so you can work more? Or I mean, so you can work less to do other things? Or is it just cause you're trying to get to the Tim Ferriss fallacy where you work four hours in a week, right? Which very rarely happens for any of us. Especially if you, if the goal is to follow your passion and do what you love and or want to do, like that just to me sounds so boring. I'm gonna work for, what am I gonna do? Walk around on a beach looking for a Mai Tai? Like, what, what am I doing with, with my other like 100 hours? You know what I mean? Like, it sounds like a very boring life. So I think it's very important to remember why, why you want to or why you don't want to, to do these things. And so, yeah, you and I were talking about possibly podcasting because I think I've seen podcasting companies start to grow and I've seen their, their uh, prices constantly, just year after year, incrementally in, uh, increase and it, it, it to me it was just mind-blowing i'm like okay so what you're going through and you're cleaning up audio okay i get like that's a pain in the butt right to put your intro if you have ads in there which some software now allows you to do which is a click of a button you can just record the next ad and it just changes them all out so even if you recorded something years ago that's something you'll see on like joe rogan or some of the bigger podcasts you just go and insert the the newest athletic greens uh, cured nutrition, right? Whatever the things are, it'll just go in and, and plug in the new um, sponsors that you have. So it it's it's one of those things where, okay, you're doing the intro, you're doing the outro, you maybe have added some music, you're you're uh, putting it all together, you're synthesizing it. But then what else? Like if you're charging a thousand dollars a month, just to have somebody give you four, you know, sixty minute episodes. That's a lot of money for someone, especially if you're trying to grow um for just a few hours of work i get it and you know that there's the old i believe it was pablo picasso right is drawing the little cartoon on the napkin right and the waitress comes over to him and asks him how much and he says a thousand dollars and she said why it took you five minutes he said no this has been a lifetime right and that's a common thing you'll hear people that are trying to sell you high ticket go to right and they're like, well, you're paying for my knowledge and expertise that I've acquired over a lifetime. And it's like, yeah, that's sort of true, but what, what's the result that you're actually giving somebody? Right. And so when you look at this as something like podcasting, which is mainly tech, right? You're just hitting record, you're going through. Um, there are now things like Adobe just released their podcast helper, which is free uh, if you're already um, using their uh, subscription model for Premiere, um for Rush, any of those things. And all you do is upload your wave file and it enhances the audio way better than I've seen anything else. Like it deepens, it enrich, uh, enriches the sound. It's really good. It's not going to take out your pops or anything like that. Like you still got to go back in and do that. But as far as overall enhancement, it does it and it comes with your Adobe subscription. So like, that's one of the big things people do to clean up audio, right? Because otherwise, man, it's a pain in the butt to go through and draw out the... Uh, either higher or lower, the I think it's uh, the decibels to actually enrich the sound, it can be a pain in the butt. Now, Adobe's doing it for free. If you have software where you already have your intro and outro there and you're just uploading the new WAV file and then Adobe's smacking it together and enriching it for you, well, now if you're uh, one of the business owners that was charging that $1,000, you've either got to drastically shift your white glove experience to offer way more or you're going to have to significantly lower your prices because now someone's going to be justifying, well, I can do all those things now on my own in about an hour a week, right? And it's really good. And I've just saved $1,000. Now you can use money math and be like, well, is my hour hourly wage 215 an hour, blah, blah, blah. Well, here's the thing. If you can't pay your bills or your penny pinching, you need to do it on your own. And you need to do it consistently for three to six months. And then once you know you have five, 10K in the bank and you can actually go through, pay somebody those things while having a savings in case the worst happens for three to six months, then outsource, right? If you're getting advertisement, those things, but it it just comes into overall podcasting is a great example, but that's just one example. Everyone's going to have to start actually thinking, especially if you're charging higher ticket, what is the service level that you're offering? I think it's going to become commonplace. We we have a lot of nutrition coaches. I think it's going to be commonplace for people using AI to whip up meal plans now. It's not that hard to input your macros into these AIs and make a custom meal plan that's gluten-free, dairy-free, all these things. The things that takes, you know, coaches a long time. Like, that. it can be rough, especially if someone's hitting you back with, hey, I don't, uh, I don't like this or that, or I don't like eating the same thing every day. Well, guess what? AI can do it now in 30 seconds. So you're going to have to rethink some of your offerings and start understanding how you can utilize these things, not to replace you, but to enhance your current experience. Because if not, you're going to get left behind and people are going to start being like, well, this coach does like 20 other things. How can they do it at the same price as you? Well, they have help and it helps not only the client, but they're also their coaching service and offer. And it just gives people fewer and fewer excuses not to be able to work with you.
1: The future is here. It is now. It is present. Don't get left behind. Don't let the AI revolution pass you by. Learn to look at it in a better manner. You are trying to become Neo from the Matrix. The goal is to become the one, right? Like everyone else talks to you about like, oh, you got to unplug from the Matrix. You got to leave the Matrix. If you're making your money through Amazon dropshipping or through social media, you're not leaving the matrix. You make your money in the matrix. So the goal is to become the one where you just download Kung Fu. You just learn it, right? And that's what AI is going to give you the ability to do. And so when you stack that, and so Cam, you talked about this earlier. The way that, the way that I like to, to put this is stacking skills is not collecting education. People do what you said, like, oh, I've got the biggest library of this. I've got the most books. I've got the most certifications. You're not stacking skills. You're just getting another certification. You need to stack skills. And so when you take a skill like understanding AI, which is a basic skill, and then advancing a little bit more by understanding how to give it an amazing prompt, and then you stack that with being an amazing copywriter. Your limitations of what you can do are infinite. Who you can write for, the amount of money that you can make as a ghostwriter. You can go across all platforms and all of the laptop CEO life that everyone talks about. This version of it is is coming finally, where you will be able to get there quicker. You won't have to work the 60 hours to do the thing. Now you just might only have to work 40 hours while you're getting it up off the ground. Make no mistake about it. Anyone who tells you that like building a business is, uh, you know, you're going to do it and you're going to get all this time freedom, which, you know, we all, we all talk about sure. After a while, (laughs) after a lot of hours, but now we're at a point where, by the way, you're going to start seeing more and more of all these, all these people in the tech companies who get laid off, half of them are coming to be a, a a one-person army, right? A solo business. And so they're all coming into this space as well. And so right now is the time to double down on your skill sets. This is where you need to learn those basic skill sets and then tech stack with them. And it will become a force multiplier and you truly will feel like Neo in the Matrix. And that is the goal. Make no mistake about it.
0: What are a couple of things people can use to to upgrade their offers and work with AI? Like we mentioned... Uh, you know, possibly doing some of the legwork, right? If it's some of the things that you already know. If you're a coach, nutrition, fitness, maybe it's you know helping them out with like overviews of meal plans, right? Something that you don't, maybe don't like to do. Uh, you know, if you're a content creator, possibly it's you know mapping out you know thoughts and prompts for you know what's ten tips to blank, right? And really just get your wheels spinning. Um, but what are some ways people can upgrade their actual legit offer using AI or or tech? Um, to make sure they don't get left behind.
1: So when you say upgrade their offer to make sure that they don't get left behind, are you asking for more pieces of AI that they can use or ways that they can integrate them? Or what specifically are you talking?
0: Yeah, so if I'm charging, you know, for a service and it's $200, $200 a month, and now that i see something like ai coming out is it either a i need to lower my prices if everyone starts competing with me but now offering more or is it b do you think that i supercharge my offer and now say i i can do all these other things for you um you know using on my end i know ai to kind of help me through that
1: got it so this this depends on you and and your path and again your skill sets right because if if all things are equal. If the product is equal, the things, the outcomes are equal. The person who makes more money is the person who's a better marketer, right? And so if you want to be a person who specializes and you are a copywriter and you write copy for, uh, business coaches or fitness coaches or whatever, great. Then that can be your thing. Or you can be the person who has all the skill sets. And if you are the person who can do all of the podcast stuff, all of the copy stuff, all of the everything, you become a one-person agency. And so now what's your positioning? Like you can meet people where they're at and lift them up, or you can do the very same thing, and you can position yourself as you only work with the best of the best. And so now... The offer specifically is the very same thing, but you get to charge more for it. Who this really affects though. And I know that specifically probably didn't answer what you were wanting, but hopefully that gives people examples who this really affects are agency owners. Because if you're the person out there who you're the face and you're the name and you're the talking head, you have six, seven, eight other people doing all the stuff and you're charging hundreds or thousand plus dollars for very base level service, you have to, you don't have the option not to change your offer because the future is coming, right? And, and it's, it's here now. And so the more and more people who speak the common tongue, right? Maybe you were a coach, maybe you were in this space, maybe you did this thing, but you weren't successful enough to make it your career or you got into it like a lot of coaches and you're like, it's kind of draining. I love the things that I do, but I don't necessarily love this. And so if you speak that common tongue and then you go into the support roles while being able to speak to your niche, it's the agency owner who has to now change their offer because you're going to see all of the other people coming into the space Doing the very same thing that they do, but starting to do it for niches or general audience, but it's still only one person. And so the overhead is so much less. And so where you may pay 600 to $1,000, 1200 maybe for a month of podcast support, right? We're talking like show notes, editing, audio enhancement, all these things. It's going to be like 25% of that, 20% of that. And so, if you're the person who charges twelve hundred, so you get to pocket six hundred, and give six hundred to the staff, uh, <laughs> you better make some plans really quick.
0: Yeah, I, I I completely agree. What do you What do you think are like two or three next moves for people? Is it just as simply as figure out what maybe you need help with and how innovation or technology could could help you with that and change some of those things? Or what's an appropriate next move for somebody that just saying they're like, well, this, this sounds good guys,
1: but I don't know how this is applicable or what, what what do I do? Yeah. 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 That makes sense. So um, AI is going to give you the ability to mostly delegate, right? Mostly not completely. And so delegation should be come from a couple of different areas, either a something that you suck at, You're just terrible. You need to delegate that out because there's opportunity costs whenever you do something that you're awful at. It drastically brings down the quality of your product. And so there's opportunity costs in the form of consumers who are put off, who aren't going to make a buying decision with you. So if you're truly terrible at something, you need to find the tool that you can become drastically less terrible with, right? And so whatever piece of tech that may be, might not even be AI, by the way. There's plenty of software out there that exists that help coaches with this sort of thing all the time. So it's either what you're terrible at or what do you hate doing, right? Like I'll take it back to this. Most coaches just want to coach most of them. And so when they come into the industry side and they're hit with those secondary skills of sales and marketing and those tertiary skills of everything that makes your sales and marketing better, realize they really don't like to do it. I really don't like to write copy. I really don't like to do video editing. Great. There's software out there that you upload your stuff and it'll automatically cut to the, the sections that you shouldn't be, uh, have in there because like your speaking gaps or whatever the case, like automatically cuts out most of your work right there. And now you need to go through and watch it on 1.2 or 1.5. So you can figure out the uhs, the stammers, the stutters, and anything else. Put a good portion of your job list on, right? So look at it that way. Do I suck at this or do I hate doing this? And find the complementary tool, piece of software, piece of AI. Um, you know, in, in this case, you still Fiverr, Upwork, something like that. Maybe a viable source or VA agency. But like, start to look at those lenses and then try to figure out the most cost-effective while being high quality way that you can outsource and do that thing.
0: I think it's important to know that early adopters are usually rewarded unless innovation happens quicker than the thing was adopted. If we look at game theory, right, it's either you have to be willing to play the current game and become a champion or create a new game that that pulls everybody away to that thing, right? And so I can hear people now like, especially people that have services, well, there's no connection in AI. That's not what we're saying. We have never once told you to replace a service which is connection-based with AI. We are saying it can amplify the things that you're um, already doing. It can possibly create more of content. It can possibly create less stress and anxiety for always having to be creative or those things and allow you to focus in on your core business, maybe your hero product, whatever that is. So we are not saying it's going to replace you over and over again. We will continue to say that. But innovation is happening. Same people that said social media was stupid and you couldn't run a business on it. Guess what happened to the early adopters? They probably have millions of followers now, whereas everyone else is sub a thousand, right? Not saying you need to grow that big. YouTube, 2007, 2008, right? The people on there are now generating millions of dollars because they stuck it out for three, five, seven years and were able to build these giant things. So we're not telling you to go in and abandon your business model and try to be a drop shipper with AI. That's not it. It's these early adopters that are using this to enhance their service delivery or core offer are probably going to exponentially grow, whereas everyone else is going to eventually get stagnant because you're going to try to adopt it next year, after the learning curve is now so steep compared to if you just start today, picking up a piece here and there, acquiring something to help your business out. It's just going to drastically and constantly improve from here. It's not going away. Just like social media, it's not going away. There's only more that's being added. And then you as a new business owner are trying to figure out, where do I start? Now there's 27 platforms. You have to sit there and do so much more thinking than in 2010 when there was Facebook,
1: and sort of Instagram, right? Yeah. Uh, to speak to what you said about, you know, about game theory, it's both in this case. And so, principally speaking, you need to get good with AI. It's, it is it is the internet of this generation. Like, it's that breakthrough. It's exponentially it's going to change things exponentially faster, though. And so you need to get good at this game. You have to. However, the other side of it is where we talk about, unless you build a new game to pull, and that's going to happen. But it's going to happen within this game, right? It's going to be like, is it Chat GPT or is it something else? Mm. Don't know, right? Both cases are true, but principally speaking, get with this game now so you can win. It's not going to be much of an option going forward. Um, There are going to be some people who can resist this and do well, but on whole with the new economy, uh, you need to get good at this. But look at it this way. It's getting you back. It's winning you two things that are the most valuable thing. So on the business side, it gives you speed. That's what it's doing. It's giving you speed and speed wins in business. Speed of execution, speed of action, speed to market, speed to reaction, Right. those things speed kills in business and so when you can write an amazing uh piece of copy in 40 minutes great good for you when you can spit out six templates and edit them in an hour (laughs) the amount of speed of which you can produce content goes up and so what does that get you time it gets you time back which is the only thing that's not a renewable resource for any human walking the face of the earth, specifically business owners, and most definitely these solo business owners, right? So it gets you time back, which is the number one thing that most of us need more of. And so this is a tool that wins time and speed. And so if nothing else, I hate tech, I'm telling you, more than just about any other human you know, but this is an area I've been focused on a lot because I see the value. If you're listening, it's it's time to start taking note. It's coming.
0: Absolutely. Guys, thank you so much. Hopefully we didn't scare you with this one. But it is time to embrace the AI revolution. Take next steps. Figure out what maybe you would love to have some help with. Go to YouTube, type it in. I promise you there's a plethora of videos. Just start pressing... Just press play on something, any of them, right? You're going to learn the basics, and then you'll keep asking questions from there. Michael, any any final thoughts to to not uh, have anyone panic when they uh, stop listening to this one?
1: No one's going to be made a dinosaur in the next six months, but everything's accelerating. And so the speed at which people will be left behind is also going to accelerate. So just take advantage of it. It's a tool. It's something that you need to use. They're all very simple. They're made to be simple because they're made to make your life easier like every other tool. So just start go playing around like Cam said. Hit up the YouTube. Go down the rabbit hole for an hour or two. And go practice. Just go practice with something. Go play. See what you like. See what you don't like. Um, and if there's anything that we can do, let us know. We're here help.
0: That's all we got today, guys. We'll see you next time. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for earning experience points with us today on Run the Block, part of the Cam Explains Immersion channel. If you actually wanna work with me or my team at No Clouds Media, connect with me on Instagram at cam.explains. There you'll find even more helpful content tips, growth strategies, earliest downloads, or if nothing else, I can guarantee you'll get a good laugh of myself or our pup Oliver throughout the day. Just hit me up at cam.explains. Bonus, if you are following me on Instagram, you also get first dibs on limited spots for the community we're building inside of our network. Where we will have tons of free resources, overtime sessions, networking events, special guests, and much more planned as we grow. So be sure to follow along at camp.explains, and we will see you for your next session of Run the Block to earn even more experience points. Hope this helps, and remember kindness, pass it on. Bye for now.